What's up, folks? It's a preview edition of Hitting the High Notes Jazz Talk. Is I, I am here. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Jazz High Notes. That's at Jazz High Notes. Uh, it's Ihu Tran. Um, uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, October 14th. Is uh, you know, we're, we're about to record this episode at midnight here. Uh, the Jazz have a pre their last preseason game coming up, and so we usually do a little NBA preview. We're doing that. We, we bring on, uh, go, of course, go the distance 49. He goes the distance 49. What's up, Jared? Hey man, how you doing tonight? Doing all right. Not as good as you. You you went over. Um, uh, you, you got some strange. Um, uh, quote unquote, watched a movie. Um, uh, so that's a uh, you know. Hey, good for you. Good for you, sir. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, I figured that was when you told me that you were in the middle of the movie. I was like, ooh, that's code for getting some. So, um, trust me, uh, this this uh, this guy's been around the block. I I, I know, but. Um, we're doing an NBA preview as we always do. Um, uh, I mean, we always do it. It's not my, it's not my favorite episode. I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> Most even when the Jazz are good, I'm like, eh. Um, I do like to see where we think teams are gonna overperform, underperform, and um, we're gonna do that. And, and um, um, you know, you're here. We're gonna, we're gonna start in the East here. Um, you didn't send me any rankings for the rankings for the East, but that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna look. So these are the teams that finished 11 through 15 last year, Jared. Uh, the Knicks, the Wizards, the Pacers, the Pistons, and the Magic. Um, I think we're maybe going to see some growth from the Piston, the Ma- Pistons, and the Magic. Pistons and the Magic. Okay, so those, yeah. those two teams that ended the season, uh, you know, uh, with twenty-two wins, twenty-three wins, fourteenth and fifteenth, uh, last in the Eastern Conference. Uh, let me see if they. So they were. So they were the second and third worst teams in the NBA. So I mean, that, that's improvement is somewhat is is somewhat likely, you know, really likely. I, I think they're. I think uh, the Pistons are maybe going to compete for a play-in spot. So okay, look for them. Look for them maybe on the fringes. Uh, the Magic, you know, I mean, they'd probably be happy with eleventh place. Like they, their win total hasn't really improved for a long time mm-hmm. and you have to wonder what's going on with jonathan isaacs who, who is finally gonna see the you know he's finally seeing the floor again after missing like two seasons he was uh you know that big defensive the next big thing defensively until he got hurt and, so uh, uh, so those are two teams that um uh, you know and let's talk about the jazz a little bit here um the jazz are probably or are gonna try to go for the um for you know, obviously they want to be the worst team in the league. So those are two teams that, uh, even if they don't you know make the playoffs, that we do think that they're going to go a little bit higher. Like I, I do agree. I, th- I think that you know the Pistons, especially after trade for Boyan Bogdanovich, um, the Magic um, uh, with some of their young talent. Um, uh, you know they got another draft pick. I mean they had the number one draft pick, right? And they already had some young you know Jalen uh, Suggs, right? Jalen Suggs. Yeah, um, and he, you know he can't really. You'd be any worse than he was last year, so he's got to got to see him some improvement from him. And then Paolo Boncaro is, you know, probably their first offensive talent in a really really long time. Yeah. Um, you know, in in Orlando, like I mean, he's I don't know if he's as as good as Hito Turkoglu, you know, right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the the law of balance, right? So the law of balance is like like so Pistons and Magic are moving up. Probably means the Pacers, who finished um, with twenty five wins, thirteenth place in the East last year, moving down. Um, likely, uh, very likely. Especially since the Pacers are fire selling, and you know there's still a, a Turner and and or Heald trade out there that they're probably looking for. So um, uh, yeah, they're looking to to be down. The Wizards, the Wizards. I mean, Bradley Beal's gonna be back. They had thirty five wins. They looked good for a quarter of the season last year. Like Kyle Kuzma looked pretty good. Uh, it kind of fell apart for them. Um, you know, they, they finished twelfth. I mean, it's easy to say they might finish again, but uh, do they make a yeah. leap? Do they make a leap to the eighth spot? Yeah, it's really interesting. Them and the Knicks. Like, Talk about them and the Knicks. Oh uh, well, I mean the the Knicks. I think they're hoping to more than just tread water from last year. I mean, uh, you got Coach Thib, Thibodeau, which is probably he's probably on the hot seat if they don't, you know, again try to. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I feels mean, like he should be every year, but he, his, you know, he keeps his, being... the, his lack of creativity on offense seems to hamper that team considerably. I, I mean, mean, again, you would think so, but I mean, they had that problem last year, and he's still and he's still coaching, right? Like they went from being the fourth seed all the way down to eleventh seed. And I, I think he just... gained a little leeway. I think he gained a little leeway from the the playoff appearance because they did had that big, you know, 
that big gap in playoff appearances. So, you know, I think this year's probably put up or shut up. I mean, who knows, man? It's really hard to tell with the, with the ownership there. And, uh, I think the Knicks, with with their failed Donovan Mitchell Mitchell pursuit, you you know, it's really hard to tell what's going on with with that organization. The Wizards, yeah, the Wizards, I I feel like the Wizards are going to be one of those, I I hate saying like they're probably going to be in the same spot. The Knicks, I do think, um, uh, because they're breaking on their youth. Um, uh, and, uh, I mean, they're bringing back pretty much the same team as they had last year. Um, I mean, but they got Jalen Brunson, and so I, I can see the Knicks moving up uh, into that top eight, so even skipping the 9-10 spot there. Um, the Hornets uh, were number 10 last year, made the play-in. I, I, a lot of people think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, uh, surprisingly. Um, I, I mean, what do you think? Hornets, Hornets going to move down to the bottom two or three of the East? Stay, stay um, in the I tents? mean, that loss of... Uh... Was it Mike? How do you, I can't remember if you say Mikhail or Michael uh, Bridges. No, 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 no Sky I, Miles. I kinda... Sky Miles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Sky Miles kinda... Bridges. Yep. Yeah, um, he, he looms large. I mean, I mean, he's not with the team for good reason. Yeah. Hold but, on. Like, like, that, I'm, reading the, a, I'm reading the injury like report. He's the second best player. Injury report. Miles Bridges out for being a piece of shit. So, um, <laughs> yeah. for just being an awful human being and, you know, cost himself some money. So. Good, good for him for costing himself money. I, I, I enjoy that he's not going to get paid. Um, but yeah, like so that's a big, that's a big hit. I mean, but they, I mean, they, they've got Lamelo Ball, who's one of the exciting young kids in the league. Uh, Gordon Hayward, who we've all talked about, you know, just as a third or fourth banana, still there. Um, yeah, it, it, I mean, the 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 loss of Bridges is going to be big. So we'll see. His which banana's way they go. not doing much. Like. Uh, we'll see. If, we'll see if they hop one of these teams that we talked about here. Uh, the Ca- Cavaliers were ninth last season, but you know, obviously, they went and made a big trade um, to get some guy named Donovan Mitchell. Uh, so, where do you think the Cavs end up this year? Uh, the Cavs are a very interesting team. You know, I, I'd say they could land anywhere from like fourth to to eighth. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but I don't. I don't think that they're just all, all of a sudden magically a lock. I mean, the fact that the They've got defensive guards. I mean, they've got defensive issues at guards. Even though they have a fantastic, probably the best defensive front court in the league, um, like the, you know, it looks like they're built to switch everything. But you know, when you have Donovan Mitchell on your roster, you, you really don't think you can switch everything. Because I, I don't. I mean, we watched it for years as a Jazz fan. His defense was never better than when he was a rookie. Like it, it actually seemed like it took steps back. And, uh, you know, I I actually believe that, I mean, I do believe that uh, Donovan can can be a better defensive guard in in, uh, Cleveland. I mean, Karis LeVert is uh, probably their starting three, uh, either him or Isaac Okoro, right? Um, You know, Raul Neto's there, uh, but their backup point guard also being uh, Ricky Rubio, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. I mean, it's such a good-looking team. Well, as soon as as Rubio recovers, uh, he's still injured. I mean, I, it's, a, it's a, you know the the season's fifteen months long, so um, I, I I feel good about this cast team. I, I do think they're gonna. I mean, you make a trade like this, I think uh, I think top I think, three is. I think once they get Rubio back, they'll be, they're going to be a regular season force, and then who knows what happens in the playoffs? Yeah, I, th- I think top three is is, is in there is uh is, is is very likely for them. Um, Hawks, the Hawks again, another team that um. Uh, you know they were eighth last year. Last year they had that first round upset of the Knicks in the uh, two years ago. Um, didn't really get a lot better. I, they, they traded Hunter to the Kings. Um, did I say Hunter? They traded Herder to the Kings, right? Kevin yes. Herder. And so, um, uh, you know, Trey Young uh, keeps keeps you there. I mean, they're eighth, the eighth seed. Um, uh, moving up, moving down. What do you think? Uh well. That's going to be an interesting backcourt because, you know, you've got two ball-dominant guards that are going to be sharing a backcourt. Yeah, so, Deontay Murray. I, I guess I should yeah. mention him. <laughs> yeah, seeing uh, seeing DeJounte uh, Murray, you know, transition from life on the Spurs to, to life, you know, standing next to yeah. Trey Young. Um, but that should be a very interesting pairing. You know, it's it's going to be offensively. It should, it's going to be fascinating offensively because – uh, Murray hasn't really shot well from three for so, a while. Stock I up mean, or stock so, down? Like, do you think the Hawks made themselves better than they were last year? Yes, yes, I do think they probably got better than they were. Top last four year. again? Top five? Top six? Ooh, I, yeah, see, I, the problem is, I feel like most of the East got better. So, 
I mean, they got better, but I feel like it's it's marginally in in relation to you know the rest of the East because I, okay. I I'm higher on the I'd say I'm higher on the Cavs than I am on the Hawks. Okay. The Hawks are a very confusing team. Right, the Hawks. Uh, Hawks let's maybe, we'll, we'll stick them in the eighth uh, spot still. Brooklyn Nets have moved yeah. up. I mean, Brooklyn Nets. We don't anyway. They got Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving for another year. Do they move back to the top four, or do they are? Uh, yeah, likely, unless that blows up. But and who knows what's going to happen there? Right. So the personalities. Um, so here's a here's a team that's probably. I mean, my guess is on the way down. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Um, yeah. You know, that Lonzo Ball news looks not not good. So, uh, Lonzo yeah. Ball, but they got Alex Caruso, so you know. Uh, fantasy fantasy superstar for the Little Rock Bigfoot uh, with their GM Hootran there. Um, okay, so let's say the Bulls are moving down. I mean, they, they, they start off really hot last year, and then they just could not get over the yeah, hump. When, when they had that pairing of Lonzo and Caruso, they were just dynamite yeah. because, you know, that was a fantastic, defen- fantastic defensive pairing. Yeah. And, you know, on offense, they could spread the ball around, and they could spread it around yeah, and they shoot, got, shoot the rock. And, you know, they got yeah, DeRozan there still. I mean, that team, I mean, they still might be six. Uh, that, you know, if the Nets are moving up, you know, maybe the Bulls move down a little bit. Uh, Cavs are moving up, so you know maybe maybe this is your seven, eight, nine, ten teams are Bulls and Hawks. Uh, the Raptors sort of a surprise last year um, in the fifth seed. Um, they've got a lot of like just lengthy wings. Like they literally start like three lengthy wings at the three, four, five spot. Um, where do you have the Raptors up or down? Um, I'm gonna say up because okay. I, I just feel like um, they've got a good program. They've got really good development going on. All right, so Scotty so Barnes, far, your top four-ish are is is Nets and Raptors. Okay. Um, so Sixers was seed four last year. Uh, now they're yeah. gonna have a full year of Harden and and Embiid. Um, uh, they're gonna be top top three for sure. Top three. Okay, cool. So now this they're is gonna be regular season fours. So yeah, gonna be regular season so fours. now I have a top three in the Sixers. Uh, Raptors and Nets are somewhere four three. Now you have Bucks, Celtics, Heat. Who's moving up? Who's moving down? Oof. Uh, B- Bucks. Let's see. How many do we have in the top three right now? Because I'd say you the three, Bucks are probably. You, you, well, you said you said you said you moved the Raptors up from five. You moved the okay. Nets up from seven to the top four, and you moved let's the Sixers. The, let's fit the Bucks in somewhere. Like maybe they take the Raptors' old spot. Like I don't think they care as you much think, about oh, the regular you, you season. think the Bucks are moving down? So okay, they're... but Bucks to to seed five. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Uh, heat like, heat or Celtics? Have, maybe they have some some regular season struggles. Who knows? Heat, heat um, or Celtics? Celtics. Oof. Ooh, that's heat, heat. I'm down on this year. I'm just down on the heat. heat? So. All right. So let's see. So we think the Celtics coaching change is not going to hurt them that much. They they wouldn't added. Uh, gosh, who did they add? They added somebody pretty good. Uh, they added a lot of guys. Yeah. Uh, they added Gallinari, like, who's out for a while. That um, the. Brogdon from the Pacers. Yes, Malcolm Brogdon. So, all right, let's say, let's say, let's say, like you in your top four, you have Celtics, you have uh, the Sixers, the Raptors, and um, the Nets in, in some order of top four. Um, you have the Heat down from the one seed from last year. How, like, how, like top five, top six? How far down are the Heat? Top six. Top six. I, all right. I, so, Bucks and Heat and around the five, six area. Oh, the Cavs. We, I mean. Cavs. Uh, where would you put Cavs? I think it, for heat? them, it all depends on. Um, yeah. ooh, Cavs. Let's say, I don't know. Yeah. So we got. I mean, gosh, do we mean the Bucks, the Cavs, the Heat are somewhere in that five to eight range. This is where we put the Knicks. Um, See, that's the. This is my problem with the East. It's so loaded with good teams now. <laughs> I mean, the, the NBA feels like. I mean, we're gonna see that in the. We're, we see. That, I mean, really, NBA had a lot of good teams last year too. So. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's the East. All right, so I mean, we don't need to get stuck on the like the the lines or something, but you know, your top tier is going to be Celtics and Sixers in some order. I think the Raptors are actually going to improve, which I I think the Raptors I think might see a dip this year. Um, I also think the uh, I think that's the Bucks are, I think Bucks top four, Sixers top four is easy. I think the Heat falling out of top four for me is makes sense. Celtics. Um, yeah, my t- my top four. I, I think I could be okay with Celtics, Bucks, Sixers, Cavs. My next four: uh, Knicks, Bulls, 
Hawks, and then the the three after that are probably yeah, Raptors, Pistons, the 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 Hornets, Wizards, the playing teams there. So, okay, that's the East. You know who cares? It's the East. So you know, so some fun teams there. Uh, let's go to the West. So the West, you were actually able to send me a a, a list here of where you think everybody's going to go. So uh, let's go bottom up. Let's go bottom up. We we have the Spurs at fifteen. So we think the Spurs. Uh, well, you think the Spurs are going to be. Uh, the worst team of the NBA. I mean, they're, they're pulling the team like the Jazz, right? They're they traded away their All Star, got some future assets. Um, we're gonna play a lot of rookies, and the Spurs. I mean, I, I've seen people always go like, "Oh, the Greg Popovich would never, would never." You know, the Spurs. We 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 have this twenty twenty vision of what the Spurs are, of this team that does things quote unquote the right way, right? But you know, yeah. failing to you know, or choosing to ignore that, you know, they're a team that also sat David Robinson after he came back from injury because they wanted to get a, a chance at the first pick, and they didn't. They got Tim Duncan, uh, uh, Tim Duncan, a generational superstar. So, um, I mean, yeah, which is why, which is why I think that maybe Wemby's not gift wrapped for them this time. Like they already got their once in a lifetime yeah, I mean, lottery. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I guess. I mean. Um, if we if we if we choose to believe uh, in in actual numbers and stuff, uh, I mean they'll have a chance. Um, like 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 many other people. So we got the Spurs. Do you think so? Who did you think the the worst thing in the East were going to be? The Pacers. Um, yeah, maybe the Hornets. The Wizards. Hornets. Hornets are going to be bad. Wizards. I don't know. It feels like they might try to compete for the playing race. It's just yeah. it, very it, confusing teams. Some teams have to figure out what they want to do. Like, like, do the Wizards want to well, go well, for the playing? Well, the Wizards. Or? I think the Wizards decided. You know, when they re-signed uh, Bradley Beal to that insane number, yeah. that, that I think they were going to try try fair. to do something. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair assessment there. So. Yeah, the Wizards. So I mean, God, what what tanking teams do we have in the East? The Hornets, maybe like the the Hornets. Uh, I mean, they got Hayward. They got, it feels oh. like they gotta be tanking, right? Like, but they they have they have such a young they they, they do have a young core uh, even without uh, Miles Bridges. Like the Hornets, uh, Lamella Ball. Oh, that didn't work. I'm trying to look up their that tab didn't work at all. Hornets roster, real quick. Um, but I, I do believe that like Vegas and like all those guys have. I mean, Kelly Oubre Jr., um, Rogier, P.J. Washington. So, I mean, they could, but it, it does feel like that team's – I mean, that that team does feel more talented than the Jazz team right now. Uh, but, definitely. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I, I, I can see the Hornets going, okay, well, you know, it, it, trade away – if they trade away Hayward for something, they'll, they'll have a chance to, they have a chance to be bad. Uh, let me see if I can look up uh, over under win totals. I'm- how many years does Hayward have left on his deal? Probably a couple more. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna be able to trade him away for something. <laughs> hey, everybody's everybody's tradable. Everybody's tradable. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, for like something positive. <laughs> I mean, if they're looking to lose games, then everything that's positive. I mean, the so this oh true this true, Vegas true. insider has the Hornets. Has the Hornets at tw- thirty-five and a half games? So that, that's not tanking. So, all right, right, thirty-three and a half games. Okay, all right. So, um, uh, that that's the Spurs, and the Spurs on this list is also uh, twenty-two and a half games. So, the worst team in the NBA. You got you got it probably right there. Um, yeah. Then next up, you have the Jazz at fourteen. You have the Jazz losing out to the Spurs like they always do. Um, uh, bunch of bunch of losers, what they are. Um, uh, we can say that for a little bit. The Jazz, hopefully, I mean, we're all kind of hoping the Jazz get the number one pick, and one of the best ways to do that is get the best, uh, the worst. Um, uh, I, I know that the odds are all the same, 14% or whatever for the, the bottom three um, in the league, but also when you are the worst team in the league, you have the best chance of getting a top four or five pick. So, um, yeah. All right, so so the Jazz at 14, I mean, really, what more can we say? Like, the Jazz are, I mean... well. Watch it be a two-player draft, and the Jazz end up at three. <laughs> I mean, I I I know that sentiment. Uh, obviously, the the MS catcher, but I mean, gosh, seeing some of these prospects besides you know Wemby and Scoot, the Thompson twins. I mean, there are so many guys. Like, wow, there's a lot of guys that. That's true. There's a lot of good. A lot good of players. guys that make them. Um, uh, like, I know there's a lot of hyperbole around drafts, but it's one of those years that, like, yeah, you have Wemby. There's there's obviously Wemby. 
but Scoot Emma is yeah, maybe Scoot I mean, looks good in that game too. Though yeah, maybe like, maybe if Scoot's not tier one, he's tier one point five, um, and that's you know right. get, getting a tier one point five like that doesn't always happen. You know you don't you don't always get a tier one point five guy in the draft, and then there's a couple guys who are high level tier twos or tier one point fives as, as well that you don't get in a lot of other drafts. So this draft already looks like this. It's going to be four, yeah, five, six, deep. seven people deep. But, you know, there's obviously a generational talent at number one. Um, okay. Did you see that? Uh, I, I can't remember who was reporting, but it but it sounded like the the Jazz offered a trade where one of their first from this year, like the worst one, would go back to the Lakers um, in exchange uh, for... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, it was that like, was interesting. It was like Conley. I don't remember if Boyan was part of it. Maybe probably like Conley, Boyan, or Clarkson. Like so it was like a combination like of those players um, yeah. to take Russell Westbrook back and a couple of those uh, draft picks. But the Lakers um, uh, didn't want to do that, and so yeah, I kind of get it in in some aspects, but at the same time, it's like that, that's that really improves their team. So it's kind of like oh. Oh, we'll get to the Lakers here like, in a second. Feels like I they're think. trying to thread. Feels like they're trying to thread the needle and yeah. and just sign somebody next year. With cap space, which is interesting. Oh uh, yeah, and well, we'll get that get here in a second with the, the Lakers here. Um, so, so the Jazz, yeah, yeah, fourteen. Uh, Vegas Insider has the Jazz as the fifth worst team with twenty four wins. Um, that would, to me, be a failure failure of a year. Um, but it is what it is. All right, so um, uh, hopefully the Jazz are. You know, I hope the Jazz are closer to your prediction than this Vegas Insider prediction. Thirteen at Houston, Houston. Um, uh, you have so. This one has Houston at 23.5 wins, Jazz at 24.5 wins. Uh, you're thinking Houston takes us, even though the Houston has um, uh, some young talent, you don't think that they're going to get much better than they did last year? Uh, well, I just think the West is, is so so good. and it's, It feels like it's better than last year. Uh, I think it's going to be hard for Houston to you know to make up a lot of ground. I think, I think they might win you know maybe five more games than last year, but I don't think that improves their standings all that. I mean, much. they were the the worst team in the NBA last year with twenty wins. Oh, that's right. And okay, so, so they maybe, so maybe they improved to thirty. I mean, wow, maybe thirty they jump and thirty maybe wins. They jumped 10, 10 games. Wow, 30, I mean, it depends on how. It depends ten on how games good Jalen Green is. Ten Honestly, games is so many games. I know that is that's a, a lot of games. of games. Ten games is a lot of games to improve in. Eh, I kind of believe in Jalen Green a little bit, though. Interesting. I, I, I mean, okay, that's that's bold, and I like that. And so maybe maybe you actually don't think the Rockets are going to be 13 maybe you think they're going to be you know 12 or 11 um wow so the rockets um uh, yeah like just just in that one minute i feel like your opinions changed on them a little bit for 30 wow that's a big well, leap. i mean yeah. i mean i don't know i feel like uh, I, mean, I mean yeah you're right i mean i forgot that they only won 20 games and i'm just yeah, like yeah. yeah no 25 doesn't seem like that much no i, I gotta i gotta up the ante here, you think they're I? gonna go up there all right so i'm uh, okay we, we, now i mean let's see I, I don't know a lot of rockets fans so i don't know if they're on team tank again. I mean, it's it's again. It's hard to really tank two years in a row. But if you're the Rockets, I mean, that's you you kind of have to. I mean, you have Jalen Green. Um, uh, you know, obviously passed on Evan Mobley. The, um, and so yeah, looks, uh, yeah, it looks painful in retrospect, honestly. Yeah. But now they have a, they have another big man. Uh, you know that they drafted. Uh, who's what? Is that guy on? I Jabari, can't they, he, they they got Jabari Smith Jr. Jabari Smith, um, okay. you know, Duke player, st- or yeah. was it UNC? I can't remember who he was with. Jabari Smith, uh, Jr. Yeah. Uh, he played for. He's the number three pick. Played for Auburn. So Auburn. Oh, random. Auburn. Yeah, and so he played uh, for. I don't pay yeah. enough attention to college oh, basketball. Yeah. Apparently, they, they got Eric Gordon there. You know, another guy that will be you know probably be like either bought out or traded to to get some wins off the. But I mean, hey, if. If this young group makes a makes a run at it, I'd be pretty happy as a jazz fan. So let's let's hope that you know that falls more to your uh, uh next on your list number twelve, Oklahoma City. So um entering their fourth year in the tank, I believe. Um uh again this this uh this Vegas Insider has Oklahoma City twenty three and a half wins, the Jazz twenty four and a half wins. Uh OKC. So I mean they lost Chet Holmgren, right? Uh but where do you think they like? Do you think they they? I mean, you I obviously think they might, better than the Jazz. They so. might just barely edge us out. Yeah, I think they're gonna win like twenty six games, and maybe we'll games? win. 
So less than yeah. the Rockets. I mean, the the Thunder won twenty four games. Um, now now here's the thing: they they won twenty four games last year, and I have to see when. I don't want to, I don't want to look it up. I just know that somewhere throughout the year, SGA and Dort and those guys were all being sat. So yeah, um, that's that's kind of my issue with them is like they're gonna if they continue to sit players as as egregiously as they as they have. I mean. I, I mean, know. does does SGA ask out? Does that this is that's that's what I want to like SGA? I think I think he's getting close, man. I, somebody was telling me there's some scuttlebutt that if they don't show some turnaround in the next two years, that he's he's going to be asking out. Right, and and that hurts their their rebuild uh, a little bit. But they also still they still have Josh Giddy, they got Poku, Chet Holmgren, and I mean, obviously that you'd love to get a Victor Wembanyama on this team. But I mean, yeah. if Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma City, who's been at the bottom of the the league for a few years now, I mean, asking SGA to sit one more year would be a little crazy, but it could happen. Uh, that, that's things that like we know yeah, that to the, me that's that's absolutely nuts. Don't at one point at one point does that start hurting his value since he's not getting yeah. full seasons? I mean, he's still young time. though. He's still young, which is is crazy. I mean, the Thunder. I mean, but we know that, that the problem is that we know the Thunder have no shame in doing it, so that they, they'll pull there. All right, so um, uh, we we got the so so according to you, you kind of hope that the Jazz are gonna be worse than the Thunder and the Rockets, who are teams as of right now, as of today, according to Vegas, slated to be below the Jazz. Um, all right, so oops, my thing fell. Let me turn it back on. All right, so number eleven, um, uh, just outside the play-in, you have the LA Lakers. Um, yeah, that was a bold prediction. <laughs> yeah, so you you think that they end up, uh, you know, Lakers had thirty three games last year, thirty three wins last year. You think they're going to end up about the same spot that they did? Um, that is bold because I'm, uh, Vegas Insider has Lakers at forty five and a half wins. So um, yeah, I think there's going to be some drama there. I mean, right, so if you're LA, you're or you are used to drama, right? You, you, yeah. You know, like you're used to drama. You, you know, you if you play for LA, you know there's perks, but the the one big thing is that you're always in the national spotlight. Um, so you do like so is it just the drama that that keeps you thinking that they don't win more than thirty to forty games? I just, I just, uh, well, I mean, I I think the play-in race for the West is going to be, you know, upwards of forty games. I think that I think that it's going to be tight. Uh, when it comes to like, I think I think entry to the to the play-in race could start at forty-five games. So, I mean, maybe you need closer to fifty. I don't. It's it's. I don't know. It, it, there's I mean, only so many wins to go last around. Year's, though, so last year's playing probably bad. Last year's playing game was thirty-four for the Spurs, thirty-three for the Lakers. So, uh, and then nine was 42 and 30. So 42 for the Clippers, 36 for the Pel. So uh, last year was 36-ish. Uh, and uh, for the East was actually 43. So that's interesting. Right, but, and, uh, yeah. I mean, but you're going to see improvements from teams like the Clippers who are getting Kawhi and Paul George back. And then your improvements from the Nuggets who are getting Jamal Murray back. No, I, I don't think um, this is a, a bad prediction. I mean, I think it's bold. It's definitely bold because, I mean, there's going to be 10 teams. And we've already, ta- we, you know, we, we've already talked about the bottom ones. Uh, the Lakers are sort of there. So uh, this is a team that you put above the Lakers, um, uh, and uh, I agree with you to a point here. You think the Kings are going to be better than the Lakers? Just barely. Just barely. Like, like yep. just barely. So I mean, uh, I, I made I made my bold prediction last week where I thought I, I said the Kings. Hey, man, I think are you, you sold me. Top six ish. I think. <laughs> I think I'm I listened a, to that and I was yeah. like, oh man. I, I think I'm, I, I know he's not your favorite Sabonis. I think I'm uh, making that trade. Uh, they're really going to go for it, and you know, in the year where we're going to see a lot more divide between the has and haves nots, um, uh, the Kings will probably get some more cheap wins there. I, I do think the Lakers. I'm, I'm 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 trying to talk this out where I, I'm trying to figure out where the Lakers are going to be for me. Uh, but yeah, you have the, the Kings at ten, the Mavs at nine. So the Mavs uh, losing uh, Jalen Brunson, but also um, uh, gaining Christian Wood. Uh, yeah, like reports I, I feel like that was. I feel like that's a. Like adding him as a mm-hmm. is is a minus. Personally, that's just just my feeling about him as a player. Yeah. Like he, I haven't seen anything from him that shows me that he's going to be a plus defensive player in the NBA. And just I don't know. To me, that 
that means a lot. I, I know that Christian Wood is a, is a is a big fan or uh, is um, a big per, uh, a player that uh, uh, a lot of the math nerds are fans of. Um, and Christian Wood, you know, he's, he's got size. He's he's got some offensive skills. Uh, the Mavericks, I mean, I think the Mavericks are going to take a step back as well. Um, but man, down to nine is is because uh, I mean, you still have Luke. You still have the best player in the. In the I know world. it's it's bold. You still have one of the best bold. players. I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with being bold. I just um, uh, I, I I mean, it's hard. Like this is none of this is going to be easy. Who we're seeing going up because um, you have, you have the Blazers who missed the playoffs last year. They're also going up to number eight. Um, this one's I think a little bold, but um, uh, you, you got the Blazers back in the, you know, in the in the in the playoff mix there. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh... I think that should be an interesting mix. I mean, it, I, I guess they, they're kind of going to be predicated on how well do Simons and Dame, you know, uh, carry that offense. And then, you know, to some of these other new players they've added, you know, does Jeremy Grant really help improve their defense as much as they hope it does? Which I have a feeling like there's going to be limitations there just because of the the size of the guards um, and the lack of defense from the guards, so, uh, Dame like- especially. Like where you have the Lakers at eleven, this is probably where I put the Blazers at. Probably eleven. Um, uh, yeah, That's I, I fair. Think the Blazers. Uh, I mean, they had twenty-seven, but they didn't have Damian all last year. So you got to th- think that Damian wins them six, seven more games. Um, uh-huh. and they 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 get Jeremy Grant, um, uh, but man, I mean, Jeremy Grant from three years ago is not the same Jeremy Grant the Blazers are getting. I mean, maybe maybe he turns his uh, his career around a little bit, or uh, maybe he fits better with uh, Damian Lillard on the team, and he can be a good second banana. I feel like he was getting a lot of empty stats there in Pist- in uh, Detroit, um, but the West is hard. So I, I think the Blazers do improve, and they're they're in a really tough spot. Like that, you know, like maybe the, their ceiling is ten or nine. Uh, maybe, maybe their ceiling is eight. But man, like if you're the Blazers, you're you're in the last three or four years of Damien's um, uh, career. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I just feel bad for that franchise. Like, okay, cool. Like, way to maybe win a play-in game. Maybe be in the first round to get swept by whoever um, uh, yeah. is going to be a yeah, one for seed. me. I'd be for me. I'd be bummed. Yep. Also. So um, uh, I mean, if they were at least if they were eleven, at least they have a small chance at the, the victor suit stakes. I don't know, but um, yeah. So all right. So Portland um, uh, as eight for you. They're, they're probably around eleven, twelve for me. Um, we got uh, you got. So this is also another kind of a. You think the number one team in the in the NBA next uh, last year? Excuse me, sixty four wins. Phoenix Suns is somewhere in the seven seven ish range. So right I in that mean, playing range. I mean, they're off season. Ugh. <laughs> they're off season. I I I mean, obviously, I think we all expect the Suns to to make a drop. Um, I, I but I do think that some of it may be a little overblown. Um. Because like even the Jazz, who felt like they had a, they they didn't do anything the offseason last year. You know they went from number one, they went up to number five seed. Um, but you're you're thinking the Suns drama even is even worse with the. I mean, and the Jazz drama, even though not as high. I, I just think that they've been. I think they've been so healthy for so long. I think they might have an injury or something. Because okay, I mean, like I mean, Chris Paul's getting older. He's struggling. Uh, they're gonna have to rest him more games. I think. And, you know, it's weird because, you know, those guys that they had backing him up and whatnot that looked dynamite before, they just, they seem to have been falling off, which is strange. And I, so, I, I think I'm, uh, gosh, for me, it's like the, the Jay Crowder, like the Jay Crowder stuff's there. And, uh, for the well, that, well, well, that too. I don't know if he's even, gonna, if he's not there, I mean, that, I feel, feel like that gives him another hit, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that does, I mean, I, I think that's a hit. his production with and... Uh, I mean, there, there's some players out there. I mean, uh, they're just waiting for the right deal, and like they're not in a huge hurry. It feels like they it. were so drama heavy this off season, and I, I just don't yeah. feel like that bodes well. Uh, I mean, I, I think they're going to drop two. I, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I drop them all the way to the play in spot, but know, four seed seems like their their basement for me. Um, just because like they do well, have a, that's fair because they've been very consistent in the. You yeah, know, I mean, they've the had two. Season, they've so. had two good regular seasons. You know, they they, they were number two. Uh, two years ago, they were the best yeah, team in the last year. Uh, I mean, fair. a lot of drama, and, but I think sometimes like we, the pendulum swings too far. Uh, and so, uh, I, I would you're have right, to say, hey, maybe you're right. You know, somewhere. that might be an overcorrection. Uh, I mean, Chris, I mean, Chris Paul, right? Like Chris Paul has overachieved almost anywhere he's gone. You know, that Thunder team, that Rockets team, 
and as long as Chris, I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, if Chris Paul gets a huge, you know, guy has no knees. So yeah, he also has a t- it seems like he has a tendency to wear out his welcome too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, the, the the drama there is something. I just don't know. Um, uh, but you know, all right. So number six, we have the Pelicans. Pelicans moving up from the playing spot. Uh, I mean, the Pelicans. I mean, so the thing about the Pelicans is that they made a really huge run at the end of the year to make the play in. Um, do they continue that? Do you you think they continue that and actually improve uh, what they did last year? They they got Zion Williamson, so um, that should that should help them, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, Zion is a difference maker and should make their offense nicer. And, you know, they got some really nice finds uh, in the draft last year. So That is interesting to me because, like, the Pelicans, uh, Zion, to me, I've never really been a huge Zion guy. Um, you know, Duke or wherever he played. I'm like, he's, I, I get that he's good and he has this, like, huge social media following. And the way the Pelicans played last year in the playoffs and the end of the year was really fast. And I feel like if you put Zion in there, it slows it down. I wonder if the Pelicans, I'm a, you know, having, having to integrate Zion in there, I wonder if they're a team that I think actually goes to, like, maybe instead of six, I, I might have it nine or ten. Uh, I, I might have the maybe. Pelicans dropping a little bit here. So that, that's kind of where I have them. Grizzlies at five, so the, the number two team in the West last year, the, the good vibe team, as everybody calls them. Dropping to number five for you. Um, uh, do you just think everybody else is getting better, or do you think the Grizz? What do you think? What, why do you think the Grizz dropping um, uh, out of the out of the um, home court for the first round? Well, they. Um, I was listening to. Uh, I think it's is it Chris Vernon on the low post? Maybe I don't know. He's a he's a very big uh, Grizzlies guy. Like he's the. He's like the Grizzlies guy in the local market there. And he was just talking about how, um, you know, they, well, I'm trying to remember. They, they didn't bring back slow-mo. And then I can't remember what other, what other signing they didn't. Like, they they weren't, like, re- able to retain all their guys is what I thought happened there. So Yeah, like, you know, I mean, I, I, uh, the Grizzlies fans I follow. Oh, oh, they've got a serious injury there to, uh, to uh, their big man. Well, Steve, so, I, that happened today, right? Stephen Adams got hurt today. He's going to be out uh, maybe twenty games, right? Uh, I don't. I remember. I, I remember seeing uh, that he didn't come back in the preseason game either today or yesterday. Whatever it was yesterday, right? Uh, so let's see. Let me look up Stephen Adams here. Uh, anyway, oh, so the, earlier no, in the, the Triple J. Sorry, Triple J. Oh, uh, uh, oh, sorry. So not Stephen Adams. Um, you're, you're talking about um, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. So. Um, yeah, so one of the things that um, I think um, uh, Greeley fans were bothered about was that they didn't make a lot of moves in the offseason. Um, like, everybody else seemed to, like, do something to get better. They lost guys. Um, and for the most part, I think they're, yeah. Uh, I'm just not in love with their lack of shooting. I feel like that really hurts that team. I mean, I mean but they, they didn't have lack of, they had lack of shooting last year, too, right? So Yeah, but uh, now they're going to they're gonna be missing Jaron Jackson Jr. for, like, 20 games. Uh, let me see what his injury is. Jaron Jackson Jr. injury is like the third hit. Uh, all signs of a point. Uh, injury status is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, he returns at the beginning of November, maybe. So maybe only four or five games. Seven, seven or eight games. So if he, by December 2nd, be 21 games. So it could be anywhere in there. But, um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., I mean, he's big, uh, but uh, this team, this team is so weird. This is a team that did very well when John Morant wasn't in the, in the game last year. So, um, I just don't know if they're going to repeat that same magic though. Right. I mean, uh, I, I think. And they're going to have a target on their backs being, you know, they were second in the West last year. They're going to have a big, you know, target painted on their backs. So I, I just feel like, you know, it's like when the jazz, you know, struggled after being the one seed. I think everybody's going to be, have them, them marked on their schedule. We just be like, we're going to go out these guys. And... Oh yeah, we talked about this last year. I, I don't believe in that. So <laughs> I don't believe in targets. Like, I mean, the Suns should have a target. I mean, everybody, the the team that should have a target is uh, the Warriors, right? Like, the Warriors should have a target. And oh, true. Like, of course. Like, I mean, so 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 like I mean, all right, so, so, so 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 basically, everybody's circling every game, right? Like, we're oh, the Suns got to circle that game. Oh, the Grizzlies circle that game. Like, how many games you should be well, circling? 
I feel like the the, the Grizzlies talk, talk more than just about any other team. So, like, I given it to you know how it is when you play when you play uh, like in a pickup game, the guy that's talking the most trash, like you want to you 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 want them to hit them back. I mean, the I mean, the, were, were they talking more than the Warriors though? I mean. The Suns? I mean, like, I don't just, know, man. They I mean, were, were, we're, we're talking like, a lot la, la, of buzz. We're talking a lot of crap. And, and the the Jazz, just because like they were good last year. Like, I mean, there's a lot of teams that should be on their like list, and I don't know how often I'm. Uh, I mean, especially for an 82 game season for seven months of the year, it's just uh, it's it's a look, long grind of the season. Like, if, if it was like <laughs> one or two games a year, maybe. But we play the teams four times, and it's spread throughout October to May. Well, and this is why we have the the show, though, so we can disagree about stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I, mean, I, I, I'm just, I'm disagreeing with the whole, like, the the premise of like, all right, we're going to step up for, for these guys, uh, but then you know the Warriors come in town, like, ah, we're not, we're not really, because you, you can only be hyped for so long, um, and emotions and everything, and you can only run out of that for as long as you can, because I mean, if, if you're if you're going off emotions, that's 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 really draining to you, so. Uh, I think the teams that are really good are the teams that are just focused and know what they're doing. And like, I mean, the Warriors when they were so good, like they weren't, they weren't, they didn't care if anybody had their their um, uh, a target on their back. They just went out there and beat people. So, um, which is, I mean, and I, I'm always <laughs> so the Warriors. You have at number three. Um, well, maybe there, maybe there's a bunch of little Michael Jordans in the NBA that are just you know they're so mad about everything and everything is a slight and. If everything if everything's a slight, is anything really a slight? So and yeah, so I mean, I mean again, I'm, I'm, I've never been a professional athlete. Maybe we should have some professional athletes on here. Uh, I just there's a certain premises just like eh, like sometimes I think things are just too cliche. So um, yeah, but um, I mean it's probably true. So you, it's you, all about you got the mean, these five. So this is where craft narratives too. So, right. You know. uh, I mean, it may maybe it may mean it may mean more for us. We think it does, but. Again, this is, you know, these guys, this is their job, too. So um, I don't know how often, like, they... Because we, we see it pick up in certain games, but, like, I don't think it happens an, well, but as, it, as, as much as we think it does. So. Yeah, and, and it's funny because, like, everybody was making such a big deal about Westbrook and uh, and Pat Beverly being on the same team. And it's like, you know, whatever. We're in the same locker room now. It's fine. Like, yeah. you guys are... <laughs> We, we, you guys we, probably wouldn't get it. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we you know, things things are you know we we think, but um. So anyway, so the Warriors are somewhere, and I I I probably discount them every year, probably because of my own personal biases. But you know, the Warriors are at three. The you know the, you have the Grizzlies at five. Because <sighs> I don't disagree with the top four as much, but you know, so your top five is Denver Clippers, Warriors, Wolves, and Grizzlies. One of these teams just have to be, you know, not top five. And I, maybe if I had to, if I had to put a bet on it, I'd probably say Warriors five, and those other four in the top four somewhere. Um, Minnesota the dream on green drama or club. Uh, the the team just keeps getting older, and I mean, I, I'm I, I I'm shocked that the Jordan Pools and the undrafted Gary Payton Juniors, um, and all those guys like just played as well. And the Andrew Wiggins. I'm just shocked at how well they played last year. Uh, you know, it, I, I've never really doubted Clay and Steph and Draymond. I've doubted like their supporting cast, and I mean, the supporting cast. I mean, I don't know if that supporting cast can do it another year. Cool. Um, I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that was, uh, you know, magic beans or good coaching or what. Um, and I mean, the 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 pool Draymond Draymond drama doesn't help. Uh, but I'm, that's that's not what I put in. Like, I, I wonder if pool. It's as good as he looked last year. So uh, I wonder if Andrew Wiggins is as good as he looked last year. Okay. Um, and at, at some point, you would think Steph, Clay, Draymond, you know, another year. Uh, if also those vibes are gone. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but well, Draymond know. also looked terrible until like the end of the season yeah. last year. So I mean, so. I am, uh, but I, you know, my opinion is count with the Warriors because I'm, uh, I've always had a bias against them for quite a since the Harrison Barnes year. So. I'm always discounting them, uh, but it also, you know, again, you have to pick a top four. I, th- I think um, may- Denver, you have at one, maybe Denver. I mean, Denver, like that's a huge jump for Denver. Denver went from uh, number six last year uh, 
to number one. Uh, would would have to go from number six to number one. Yeah, but they're also I just getting, figured I had to put somebody at one and yeah. MPJ coming back. Go big or and, go home. Yeah, yes. I mean that's a, that's a that's a good call. I mean, I mean it's a ballsy, ballsy call. Uh, I mean, you're saying that you, you think uh, Jamal Murray and MPJ and all those guys being back. I don't know. Maybe Denver's my five. KCP. Yeah, maybe Denver's my five. Because um, uh, uh, I, I do think the Wolves. Uh, I think the Wolves made a top three move. Uh, I think the Wolves and Cavs both getting. Uh, I don't think I'm being biased, but I think I'm adding. So you Rudy got a there and, you got a Rudy Goboner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good job. Um, uh, yeah. I think Rudy on that team. I mean, they they took a chance, and I think it's probably going to work out for them. Um, as a Jazz fan, it sucks because I'm, uh, you know, the Jazz have that uh, Wolves pick. Put him at four, right? You put him at four. Yep. Um, okay. I, I, I have him top three, I think. So, uh, just spitballing. I, I haven't written it down or anything, but yeah. Uh, and then um, your Warriors are three. I mean, it's, I mean, same stuff as last year. You have Clippers. I mean, Clippers uh, making a top four, or top two is not surprising. They are, they're getting everybody healthy. Uh, they're getting one of the best players in the world back. Um, everybody seems to, you know, just be doing what they do. They, they, they're a good team. And so, um, uh, with Kawhi Leonard back, that, that probably means that they'll probably be, uh, in the top four again. So, uh, no qualms with that Denver. So yeah. So yeah, top five, uh, Nuggets, Clippers, Warriors, Wolves, Grizz. I probably have those in my top five too. Maybe in different order. I don't know. Maybe the Warriors are one. Maybe, maybe I have it Warriors, Clippers, Wolves, Grizzlies, Nuggets. I don't know, but, um. I I think that I mean the Grizzlies. I mean it is it's one of the years that the Grizzlies could be five, but maybe I have them at one. Maybe the Grizzlies. I think I'm gonna take that next leap. They're young. Um, they've got like John Morant could could make that leap into the to the Damian Lillard range. Um, you know he gets a, he gets a shot down like he he doesn't have a he doesn't have a great three point shot and yet he still just finds ways to affect the game uh, incredibly yeah. well. So. Um, but yeah, so um, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's great. That's uh, we we did it. we previewed the NBA. Um, so uh, I I think the Lakers. I mean, you know, you get a healthy LeBron, you get a healthy Anthony Davis. Uh, they're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna have games where hopefully those guys can miss a game or two with minor injuries. You, you take a, a major injury to one of those guys, it's over for them. Uh, the Kings, I think, yeah. could be a surprise team. Um, Pelicans, I think, could be surprising the other way. Like, I think they may not make a leap like everybody thinks. The Mavericks, we think, are going to take a step back. Um, yeah, the Bla- Blazers, I feel like they're just going to come up short again. <laughs> uh, so the Jazz, you know, right now are uh, they're facing the Spurs, the Thunder, the Rockets, the pa- the Pacers. Ironically, are the only top five or bottom five team in the NBA according to Vegas Insider. So. Um, a lot more rest teams are, are, are in the tank race, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, mm. But yeah, so the Jazz, um, uh, again, last uh, preseason game against the Mavericks, uh, Friday night on the fifteenth, and then just a, f- a f- you know we're less than a week away from the the, the opening uh, day Jazz Nuggets. Um, hopefully, the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, what are you hoping for the Jazz? Like when you go watch the Jazz this year, turn on the game. What, like, what are you hoping for this season? Uh. Development of Walker, Kessler Ranger, Utah Ranger, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know what we're calling him. <laughs> yeah, I keep calling him Kessler Walker. He has two last names, which uh, which kind of sucks. But so you you want you want to see him, uh, uh, Mr. Walker there, uh, or Walker Kessler, Mr. Kessler there, uh, <laughs> improve or um, get some get some. I mean, he looks like to be the starting center of the Jazz, or at least the backup center for the Jazz, um, which is nice. You know. You know that that was one of the main pieces of the Rudy Gobert trade, so that'd be nice to see some immediate return on that Rudy Gobert trade. Yeah, for him to start looking like a solid player. Yep. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, anybody else? I mean, so so like you're you're watching for that this year. Anything else? Uh, Mike Conley rehabbing his value, and then maybe him getting flipped. Yeah, I mean, he the, the, there was a soundbite of him today talking about how uh, this is funny, like tanking and losing culture, and like how it becomes toxic. He talked about that today. Um, and like my coworker at, um, uh, KSL channel five was like, I heard that and I was like, okay, Mike, we need to ship him out. <laughs> like <laughs> we can't have that kind of attitude <laughs> in the locker room. And he's right though. Like, um, you know, this he is better. He doesn't want to get traded. Right? Maybe he doesn't want to get traded. It's the Maybe veterans. It yeah. It's the veterans that are like, are kind of like, I, 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 I truly think this jazz roster is going to be one of the worst. And not that they're jazz have bad players. They just have 
You know, like it takes more than just the NBA is full of three hundred of the best players in the NBA, right? Like if, if you're on the NBA team, you're one of the top three hundred, two hundred, whatever uh, players in the NBA. No, top three hundred. Whoa! Oh, somebody. Um, Sorry, uh, that was I accidentally kicked a can. I guess yeah, can. Uh, phys- uh, like um, you did it um, uh, not metaphorically. You did it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actual can. <laughs> Uh, I can't, figuratively, <laughs> figuratively speaking, um, uh, no, he's uh, literally speaking. Keith can, um, yeah. So like, um, uh, the so it is one of the things like, when can the Jazz trade Mike Conley? Hopefully they can set him up because Mike Conley is going to win you, accidentally win you a game or two, and in a year where every loss is going to be very important for the tank race, yeah. That's why I'm not like when people are still upset about the Boyan Bogdanovich trade. I'm like, oh, made the Jazz. Two to three games worse, so and made the Pistons two to three games better. I'm I'm really not that bothered that the Jazz didn't get a real quote unquote asset out of it, so go for it. Um, you know, it helps you lose games, which is the, I think the main goal for me as a Jazz fan this year. I I, I mean I don't I don't I don't want to see the Jazz go on. I, actually, I don't care if the Jazz go on twenty game losing streaks. That'd be great, you know. Uh, you do want to see the Jazz kind of competitive, but like lose it at the end. Like the the cake and eat it too thing is the Jazz are competitive for three and a half quarters, and then um, uh, blow it at the end. But um, I, I really hope the Jazz don't mess around and try to win a bunch of games early that they shouldn't win because it's gonna it's it's one of those years that I think it's gonna be you're gonna have to start tanking late December. January as opposed to you know the trade deadline, which uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, years um, uh, that's what happens. So, all right, cool. So, um, uh, uh, do, you, do you have a, do you have any more guesses of who gets cut uh, from the Jazz in, in three in three days here? Savon Lee's already one of them, so we only have two. I mean, if you count Cody Z- uh, Zeller, you think Cody Zeller makes the roster? Did we lose Jared? Jared. All right. Well, Cody Zeller. Oh, there we go. Um, I don't know. Sorry, I must have had it muted. Yeah, I was like, um, oh, he's, just, he's being really quiet. <laughs> um, I, yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, uh, I mean, if he I makes the, so. if he makes the roster, if he makes the roster, that means someone else gets cut. So, uh, I mean, I don't think so. But hey, we called it on Jared Butler, right? He got retained so far. So, I mean, I so mean, you got far. retained over Saban Lee. Saban Lee, uh, yeah. Saban Lee turned out to be probably the easiest bingo card one, like the free space in the bingo, bingo card. Well, uh, we di- we didn't consider the fact that we were sent money for him in case we had yeah, to eat his I, deal. I, yeah, like uh, I saw that a little bit later. I'm like, oh yeah, so that makes sense. So Saban Lee, I'm uh, uh, being cut. So I mean, Cody Zeller, you. Uh, so when you say you don't think you don't, you don't think he's gonna be cut, or you think he's gonna be kept? I don't think he's going to get kept. Okay, I think so he's going to make the roster. That means two more. I mean, Balmaro, I mean, that's one that you said. He, he's 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 a cut candidate right now. Uh, Doke, Jared Butler. Uh, I'd probably say Balmaro out of all those. Uh, I mean, we, have, we haven't seen him. Um, I mean, but, that's, that, that to me says it all, right? Well, we haven't seen him um, Ochai Agbaji either, so and he's a lottery pick. Yeah, but he's a, he's a lottery pick, though, so I don't know. I mean, but, I mean, not seeing him in preseason, I mean, so, I mean, that's the thing. That, like, that is kind of odd. We, we don't, you, yeah. you, you don't see Balmaro, but, you know, you can't say that's that's the that's the nail in the coffin if, you know, yeah, this other guy's not going to you know. But your lottery pick, you're not just going to cut. That doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense not to play him <laughs> in preseason. <laughs> <laughs> he might have some minor injury that they're not talking about. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to he's, tell. He's not, he's not making the injury report. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, Doke is. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the thing is that like, I mean, like they're, they're not, they can't hide an injury. Um, yeah, like it's, it's yeah, just, it's, it's it is kind yeah. of strange. I, it's, it's, again, it's one of these like yeah. like logic things, like or faulty logic, like oh well, he's not playing the preseason, but I'm like, well, this other guy who we assume is going to make the the roster, he's also not playing preseason, so why does one equal the other? You know, so because yeah, I feel like it's well, I think Ochai might see some time with the stars to give him some seasoning before they bring him out to the regular roster. But I mean, again, like that. That could still be Balmero. Like there's, there's nothing that there's yeah, nothing in the yeah. evidence. That well, they says, could also cut Balmero, and he could go to the stars yeah. too. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like this, that the evidence of them not, not not playing is the same evidence. So we need a, a, a different reason why that evidence um, uh, 
works for Balmoral. Well, one of, one of them was a first-round pick this year. I mean, that's that's a different situation. Yeah, I mean, the other was a first-round pick just a few years ago. So, um, I guess, I mean, it's, it's a little more recent, so I guess that's something different. But yeah, I just uh, I don't I don't mind the call. I just don't like I just don't like the the logic used behind the call, I guess. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. you tell me is I got to get, uh, get, get no, I mean, Riley on the I'm phone. Just, I'm just saying. Like, I'll get Riley on the phone to yeah. give me some better logic. Like, I mean, I, I was like, I mean, like, <laughs> that's, so I'm like, yeah, like the, the, the argument is I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's, he could be, but also I could throw a dart at the board and say, oh, that's the reason. That's the same. It's the same reasoning for me. Like I'm just throwing a dart at the board and saying, oh, wait, but Balmaro might be, yeah, he's on there. Like I'm, I don't disagree with the call. I just, I don't have any reason to say Balmaro is or isn't going to make the the roster. Jared Butler mm-hmm. looks good in scrimmage, I guess, uh, but he has way less draft capital than either Balmaro or Ochai or some of these other guys really on the team. Even even to kill Alexander Walker with pick seventeen. So, um, yeah, Jared Butler seems like he's a cut candidate. Doke, I mean, Doke has first round um, uh, draft capital, but. Number twenty-seven, and he's injured. Um, obviously, was a pick that I, I don't think the current administration really made, except for you know Justin Zanuck, um, uh, who Dragon Squash doesn't think is a real person. So um, maybe Doke. So you know, it'll be interesting in a couple of days to see what two to three players get cut still, um, because there's, there's not really an easy one like that, that. I guess that's the point of me bringing it up is that it doesn't feel like there's an easy. Like, Saban Lee was the free space. Um, and now coming up, I mean, you know, oh, Stanley Johnson. No. Stanley Johnson, I feel like, um, is like, like a former first-round pick, but that was like eight years ago. <laughs> I think he's been in the league for a while. And I know there's people out there who really like him, but I'm like, oh, I'm looking at I him mean, like. He feels like a good candidate. I think, I think definitely he's. I feel like I'm a, he's my next free space. I was like, I think Stanley Johnson's gone just because. You know, he's been in the league for eight years, <laughs> and so I was like, and that's my that's my reason. There's like, he's been yeah, in the he was for a while. out of the league until the yep. Lakers picked yep. him yep. up. He was, yeah, like um, uh, he's he hasn't really shown anywhere close to what his potential was, um, and a lot of people who I feel the people who want to keep him are like, you're you're thinking about him from eight years ago, like or whatever. When did he get drafted? Uh, yeah, that's just a long time saying. ago. Uh, Stanley Johnson draft. Let's see, he was drafted in twenty. Yeah, so yeah, seven years ago. A lot of people are, are really baking on that, that that stock, you know, number eight pick from seven years ago. But, you know, the longer you play in the league, the more your stock really drops, especially if um, uh, it drops like Stanley Johnson did. So uh, that may be, you know, may, maybe there's only one more. Maybe it's only one more out of – if Stanley Johnson is both yours and mine, um, uh, like next obvious one, yeah, then it's Balmaro, it's Butler, it's Doke. And honestly, I can make a case for all three of those. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's if and that's if Stanley Johnston is cut and and um uh, uh Cody Zeller's retained and maybe the Jazz forgot how to make a two for one trade, it's doubtful. Uh maybe you can trade Stanley Johnston and a pick I mean, you, you this thing that you wouldn't trade Stanley Johnston and a pick to somebody like a second round pick for instead of just cutting him because why give up an asset if you're just gonna cut the guy, so Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, that's uh, that's uh, yeah, that's our, our preview there. Um, uh, so, like, like who's your real surprise? Like, any any other? I mean, you made some bold predictions here. With uh, you think the Rockets um, uh, are going to be a little higher than than um, uh, a lot of people think? Um, you think Denver going number one is pretty ballsy? The Lakers still being um, out of the playoffs. Portland at eight, Mavs and Suns nine and seven. Those are those, those are pretty ballsy ballsy calls, I would say. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of the one real takeaway that I want everybody to know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, that Jazz is, are gonna suck. That's all I know. Uh, I hope. Like you say that, and like <laughs> my, my PTSD of like, oh my god, the Jazz are gonna fuck around and win thirty games. Like <laughs> and that, that's and that's my pers- That's just me personally. Like, ugh, like I can't. Like it's the it's the I can't have anything nice. Like logically, I go. I I know the Jazz. Logically, I know the Jazz roster is not good, but. Personally, I'm just like, Ugh, of course the Jazz are going to screw this up and figure out a way to you know miss out on one of the top like four or five NBA players in the next twenty years because that's what they do. Um, but that's my PTSD. That's not, that's me personally. That's not that's not um uh, that's not what uh, <laughs> I say in the podcast. So, um, uh, Jared, I'm uh, real quick. Anything? Um, uh, anybody in, in Marnay's pros corner? I'm, uh, she's she's the only one who listens. But without Dragon Squatch, she's not even going to listen. So, um. You know, I 
I kind of was uh, coming up empty uh, this week. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. yeah, it is what it is. I mean, and I, I, I like to joke about Marnay being the only one. I mean, the fun, the funny thing is that like being a small independent jazz podcast is that we do have. I mean, we don't have a like, we we don't have like a lot of listeners. Um, uh, we talk, probably talk about you know, like you know, a little inside baseball. Sometimes if, if we hit triple digits, that's great. Uh, we don't always hit triple, but we do sometimes. And so I'm um, like, all right, well, that, that's that's pretty good. Uh, so the fact that sometimes we have hundreds of people who want to listen to us. Awesome, I am shocked even that that is not just that's not just Logan and Marnais listening. So um, uh, I want to thank um, people who do listen. Listening, you know, obviously, I know Mark and and those guys. Um, uh, we listen to each other's podcasts all the time. But you know, that's still there's still a lot. You know, ninety other people who are, who are listening to our podcast. So, um, uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us on our preview show here. Um, we do, I mean, guys. The next time we talk, we're probably the Jazz are. Gonna start the season. We'll find out. We'll we'll stop guessing on who's being cut. We'll see if the Jazz are gonna fuck around and, and win some games, or if they're as bad as some of us uh, think they are. Like we're, we're actually gonna see the real product on the floor, and that's exciting. So as good or as bad as advertised. Uh yeah 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 exactly in in the nice black white highlighter yellow jerseys that they have. So purple's back, everyone. <laughs> uh, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time.